Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voice and host of Inside Personal Growth. And Shatan and Carola, every time I say this, I thank my listeners because over the last 10 years, without them, there would be no Inside Personal Growth. There would be no fun as we all have doing these interviews. Um, today, joining me from Vista, California, is Shatan Parkin and Carola Eastwood. And they have a book out, which is actually the companion book to human design called The Book of Destinies, Discover the Life You Are Born to Live. Good day to you both. Hello. Lovely to be here, Greg. <laughs> well, we appreciate you doing this. And for my listeners, we're actually doing this interview for a second time because good old Greg here messed up on the, on the last recording. So I'm going to let my listeners know just a tad bit about you. Uh, Shatan Parkin is the author of Human Design, The Book of Wines, and this book called The Book of Destinies. He's the world's most successful practitioner of human design and holds frequent workshops and seminars all over the globe. Uh, Caroline Eastwood is his wife and partner and co-author of The Book of Destinies, and she has maintained a private coaching and consulting practice since 1981. Uh, and for all of my listeners, you can visit them online at www.humandesignforusall. That's www.humandesignforusall.com. Well, I know that the two of you are really, really good at what you do because everybody I've talked to has said that. And everybody that's had either... Um, what I would call a human design from you just walks away fascinated. I actually talked with a Jeff Frick just yesterday. So, Shatan, you know, at the age of 27, you had a reading by a shadow reader in Mumbai, India, and this person informed you that a new system was going to come into your life and that you would change people's lives for us forever. That system is this human design. If you would, basically, because it kind of tees up this book, Tell people what the human design is, the origins of the system, uh, the four uh, elements that make it up, and why you believe that this particular system for helping people find their own destiny, find their true calling, is one to pay attention to. Well, Greg, I think we'd all agree that the times are changing, and not just changing, they're, they're shocking us with how many different things are coming across our lives in such a short span of time. Even the things we were considering were set in stone a week ago. You know, already they're out of date and we're having to embrace life in a different way. So the most important thing for anybody at this particular moment in time is to be true to their own nature, to find out who they are, to find out what they came here to live out, and to let go of all these kind of ideas that we've been given about ourselves, whether they're tied into cultures or religions or nationalities or race or any of these things. We have to really get with it here in the 21st century. So the simplest way of describing human design is to say, and Carol and I both agree on this, it's a gift. It's a gift for humanity. It basically gives you the means to live a life on your own terms, to find out who you are, to find out how to go through your life in the most successful way, the most fulfilling way, when I use the word success, to be fulfilled in our life and to just be at home and be able to answer life's questions on one's own terms. Uh -huh. And 
Carola, how do you guys utilize this report? I know my listeners can go to your website and it's absolutely free and they can go to www.humandesignforusall.com and they can get an initial uh, human design done and reading and for everyone it's a three or four page report which is chock full of information about you and probably some of the most accurate stuff I've ever come across. Um, once they get that, how did the two of you help them? How do you coach them? What do you do so that they can actually find their true self? Well, um, okay. So first of all, the, the first step uh, to uh, go to our website and get that complimentary report is an introduction, as you said. There's a lot of information about one's design chart, but that information needs further interpretation. And then we spend two or three pages um, in the report talking about one of the main elements. We call it one of the three keys of human design, which is type. So everyone who goes to our website to get that complimentary report will get a copy of their human design chart with all of the main keys listed there, and then an in-depth explanation of the first key, which is type. There are two other keys which are really essential to understand, uh, to, to know about yourself, and to begin engaging with and working with. Those are authority and profile, and more information in the comprehensive report. So we have a comprehensive human design report which is a purchase, however, it's, it's not expensive at all. And uh, in that comprehensive report, it's about 20 to 25 pages, depending on the elements in your own unique design. So anyone can go and uh, buy that report, the comprehensive report, and have for them the entire information about all the important elements of their design explained in simple language, in easy-to-use kinds of uh, expression, that it's it then simple to pick it up and use it. People love the human design book, human design, discover the person you were born to be. Uh, that was the first book that Shatan wrote. It came out about six, seven years ago now. And um, it's, it, it's really, now. yeah, it's in 11 languages all over the world. It's really created a whole revolution. And now other people have jumped in and written human design books, and there's quite a global conversation going on about it. So, you know, getting the book, and also our newest book, the newest book about one's uh, destiny, uh, are, are good ways to begin to engage with uh -huh. embracing, embracing and understanding your design and starting to live those keys. Now, Shatan, this uh, new book, called The Book of Destinies, as both of you have said, it is a companion to human design, but it helps the reader really discover their unique path and it'll bring them more fulfillment in their life and in terms with their truth, as you explain it. If you would, there's, I know it's, there's a lot to this, but there's 192 life themes. There's three kinds of themes. There's five types of human design life charts and six kinds of authority and 12 profiles. What are the, what's the makeup behind this? Because you have an interesting chart that you have that shows kind of cross-sections of a person. What are those fundamentals that actually make up this? Um, I know you had mentioned the tree of life. 
um, the Kabbalah. So explain to us a little bit about the background of that. Well, you, you asked earlier, what are the component parts of the human design system? Uh, they are uh, an understanding of astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, and the chakra system. And they're mixed in with a couple of modern day sciences, the understanding of the genetic code, and also an understanding of neutrino physics. So this might find sound all a little bit, well, do I have to know all about these different things? And no, you don't. The human design is basically an amalgam. It's a, it's a synthesis of these component parts, and it stands in its own right. So the life themes and this book of destiny, there's 192 different life themes. All of us, before we come in here, before we take on the physical form, before we get born into this world, we come to some kind of soul agreement of what it is we're going to do here, where we're going to land, how we're going to interact, who's going to cross our paths, and how we're going to live our life out. We have that soul agreement. And it's a potential. And so we come in here, and the simplest way I can describe the, the life theme that one chooses or is given or accepts is you come in on a particular sunbeam. <laughs> you just come in on a particular moment in time in a particular place, and you land in a particular family or life situation. And the theme is something that lives with you throughout your life. And the beautiful thing about this book of destinies that we've written, and just to make not too much about it, we, we spent 20 years putting this book together. It's the compilation of so many different interviews and readings and deep places in meditation and insights that have come together to produce this book. Um, when you understand your life theme, and you've got a whole page in the book on your life theme, one of these 192 life themes that you gave yourself for this lifetime. When you understand it, and my recommendation always is to have somebody read it to you so you can just sit there and listen because we've crafted this. And when you hear your life theme and it settles within you, you'll realize, my goodness, you know, this is exactly the trajectory I gave myself for this lifetime. And whatever is. I've done with it, whatever anyone else has told me my life was about, this is something that fits for me. Yeah, and I would tell my listeners, um, just from my standpoint, having had quite a few astrology readings done and so on, that what you've created here, uh, amazingly, is some of the most accurate that I have ever encountered, and I've been around this for a long time. And, you know, Shatan or Carol, either one of you can feel this, you state that in human design, the term unconscious represents our ancestral input on a soul level, um, which is the DNA of our soul, soul. Speak with our listeners, if you would, about this ancestral input, and use an example, if you would. I think uh, when we did our prior uh, interview, you used um, President Trump's um, as an example, and I think that our listeners can relate to that when they actually hear what you have to say about somebody that they've made their own judgments about or observations about. Okay, well, first of all, to explain why the, there's the un, what we're calling the unconscious basically is a way that came in with the human design system to track the ancestral imprints that are carried in our DNA about four generations back on both sides of your biological family. 
So it's the first time that humanity has had access to this information on a conscious level. And the beauty of having all that revealed to you, which of course that happens in the course of a personal human design reading with Shatan, is that once all that unconscious is revealed to you, what you get to see is what your ancestors have been struggling with, what they've passed down to you, what uh, some of the issues or karma or difficulties have been, but also what many of the gifts have been and the contributions that those ancestors have made into who you are today. Making this information conscious by, by having the reading is one of the huge revelations of this system. So the, the human design system itself is a self-empowerment system. So it's not like any other kind of reading you've ever had. It's, uh, it, it can be used in a predictive way, but its primary impact in your life is that it gives you keys for living that lead to your success. Successful outcomes, successful business or uh, professional uh, or work relations uh, and endeavors, um, certainly leads to relation, greater relationship success and greater alignment with your own self. There's a kind of a, a, a peace in knowing your natural way of moving through life and the fact that doing that streamlines your entire experience. So you don't spend years struggling with, uh, try, struggling with things that aren't natural for you or relationships that aren't really meant for you or career paths that are, you're never going to have fulfillment in because it's not who you are. <laughs> it's not what you're about. So it brings us back to the essential. Now, in terms of, I mean, we, we have in the book, the Book of Destinies, there are hundreds of celebrities who are uh, identified as having particular different um, uh, destiny paths, and so when you read, when you when you open your destiny path, um, your life theme, your your life theme will be when you read your life theme, you will also see references to celebrities who carry the same life theme. So it's a it's a fun way of kind of uh, you know making an association. However, what I want to say is because you asked us about Donald Trump, and I don't think he's overly popular right now. Um, and I want to say, if, if somebody you know shares the life theme of Donald Trump, it doesn't mean that they're living at the integrity level that he lives in. It's a completely different. Thing. Yeah, and I was going to ask about that, uh, Carol and uh, Shatan. You know, a lot of people that are coaches and psychologists, they'll say, "Well, you know, you've transmuted this element of your personality." Mm-hmm. So, like, while we're born with this DNA. Um, what is it about the transmutation of certain elements of our personality and how much of this do we always do we hang on to? Is this something that we'll always identify with or is this something that ebbs and flows as you said in the beginning, Shatan? A, a brief answer to that is every single activation, every single element in one's human design chart can be expressed at the lowest or the highest frequency, the lowest level or the highest level. The whole purpose of understanding your design is so that you can up-level your experience in life. Take it up to the highest frequency possible. 
Now, about Donald Trump, I think, Shatan, I will defer to you on that because you've studied it, you've done Facebook Lives on it and everything. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously an interesting fellow for us all at these moments in time. Um, I would say he's one of the unhappiest people alive on the planet. And uh, unhappy because he does not understand his nature. Um, he is unconscious, uh, looking in his design, a large part of his design is activated through his unconscious, so coming out of the ancestral stream. And he has quite an interesting ancestral story as far as I've been able to catch up on. Um, ancestors coming from Germany and Scotland and uh, troubled lives. Um, so his life theme uh, is one that we call the Garden of Eden. And as Kerala says, you know, not everybody lives the Garden of Eden on the same level that he does. But um, oh <laughs> what happens is that people in that life theme, they come in on a very, very bright wave. They come in from a very bright place and they come into this world and they think everything's great. And then around the age of four or five, they suddenly realize they're not in the garden anymore. That the people around them are not living in integrity and that they're not living in that same frequency that they've come from. And so what happens then from that age onwards, people with this theme, they tend to put all their energy into looking on the outside, trying to find that garden again. And you can see this with the Donald's life. You know, he's married these exotic ladies from different parts of the globe. He's built these casinos, these hotels, these golf courses. He's got jets. He's got, you know, he's pushed everything onto the outside. He's run Miss World or something or other, you know, mm -hmm. trying to find the beauty, trying to find that light again. And the bottom line is, you know, he hasn't found it. And you'd have to see he's one of the most unhappy people on this whole planet. He finds fault in everybody, everything. Right. And, you know, what I, what I just quietly recognize now, that somehow or other there are seven odd billion people on this planet that are trying to reflect back to him, that he actually is all right, that he is loved, that he doesn't need to have these tantrums, that he, you know, he can be okay here on planet Earth. And we've got quite a job on our hands to, to get him to understand that. The, the, this particular life theme, the Garden of Eden, is, is about the opportunity for a person carrying that life theme to find the garden within, to find their spirit awareness, their spirit consciousness within themselves. And when that happens, their life really transforms. Everything changes. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you know, so one of the things that we we talked about and I think is really uh, a tell tale sign is um, we talked about the people around him and this doesn't necessarily have to be the people around Donald Trump but right now it seems to be quite interesting um, to, to speak about his daughter uh, to speak about his wife um, and you had mentioned something last time um, about you know that position that his daughter's taking um, the role that she might take and her particular human design. You want to comment about that a little bit, Shatan? I did a Facebook Live on, the, on her chart the other day. And uh, what I see in Ivanka is that uh, she, she's an empath. Her design is very, very open. She picks up everything. She's highly sensitive. But at the same time, she's also highly intelligent. That also shows up in her design. Um, she... I mean, you could describe her as an old soul, you know, we're all old souls in one way or another, but she's accomplished a lot. Uh, she's, 
she comes into this world with this degree of wisdom. And what I see in her makeup is that she is, in a sense, a perfect reflection, uh, not only for her father, but also for anybody else around her. So we all have our projections on who the Donald is and who Ivanka is and who Melania is. We all have our ideas of who these people are, but we, don't, we can't really tell. But looking at Ivanka's design, uh, I cheekily call her the first lady because it looks like she is going to be running the White House uh, from the women's side of things. And I just see her as a kind of buffer for some of the more, might I say, crazy things that the Donald might put out, that he relies on her counsel, he relies on her clear reflection and her wisdom to be able to point him in certain directions when he's feeling unsure about him, his own self. So I just I have a lot of trust in Ivanka's position for as much as she's exposed to what it is that's going on in the United States. But um, I just see her as a very important element in the White House equation. She may, be that, she may be that sort of saving grace for him, possibly. I mean, you know, we'll have to see, but it's, that's a potential. That's a potential, yes. Yeah, again, provided his ego can be checked at the door and he'll listen to her. Um, so, you know, speaking of that, um, you do these charts for families, you do them for husband and wife, you've done them for children and parents so that the parents know how the child, why the child's acting out that way. Um, what are a couple of the stories or one of the stories you could tell about the way you've used human design to help people through either a challenging relationship, a challenging business relationship, or personal relationship, um, where this uh, human design has assisted them in finding a breakthrough? You know, a really good example, because it's quite vivid, is we worked with a family who um, had three children, two girls and a boy. And the little boy was having all kinds of difficulty in school and they were constantly getting calls from the principal and they had to run down and talk to the school counselors and, and the school was assembling these, you know, these meetings in a boardroom type place, dragging the parents in there and, you know, just discussing everything that's wrong with the child's behavior. And essentially their, their consensus was they, they wanted the parents to put the child on drugs to control the behavior. And the parents came to us because they didn't want to do that. So when Shatan read for them, and we we took a look at the all the families, all the family members, the husband, the wife, the three children, it became crystal clear, very apparent, what was going on. And uh, the essence of what was going on is the, is the child had an extraordinarily sensitive nature. And everybody else in the family were these huge energy types who had all this energy to spare, weren't that, you know, thrown off by uh, happenings in the world or other people's energy. And they, the parents, unwittingly, expected the little boy to be just like the sisters or just like them. Uh, but he's not. He's a very different being, very, very sensitive being. So we made a couple of very simple suggestions. Uh, one of them was to give give the little boy his own room, because he, because of his sensitive nature, he needed a lot of time alone, and that's the last thing they would have ever considered. You know, they kept trying to include him in everything, right? And it was the opposite of what the child needed. And we made a couple of other recommendations, simple ones, really, 
uh, within two weeks, the child's, all of that acting out behavior in the classroom completely stopped. Within two weeks of the parents making those changes. So, I mean, that's how dramatic it can be. You know, help save the family from putting the child on drugs, which would have perhaps just... Derailed his life. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think that what the two of you do and how you do it, you know, when you think about it, it's about creating the highest level of awareness without any invasive drugs. And I think that the reason that people are so receptive to this um, is just the way in which you two do it. Um, I've heard nothing but uh, great things. Now, one of the things that you offer at your website as well is you actually offer a course for people who potentially may want to be trained to actually do human design work. Um, are you still offering that? And if you are, is that something that some of my listeners out there could get in touch with you about? Absolutely. It's one of the things I love to do. It is uh, I've been teaching people human design since 1997. and. Uh, when Carol and I get together and we, we teach people, um, we make sure people have a great time with it, great experience time, a lot of um, really quality uh, hour experiences that we put into these trainings. Um, and uh, people come away with it. Uh, some people want to go on become practitioners and, and read human design for other people. Some people want to incorporate it in their business so they can recognize the clients that come to them and how to serve them best. Um, yeah, we, we quite often get called to uh, small businesses, uh, boardrooms, to go in and help them clarify things. And, you know, it's almost like a mini uh, training that we do with people just to show them the elements of the system and how to make the best use of it. So, yeah, we're very versatile in this regard, but we do have a very particular training that we offer on our website that's available for anyone. Now, for people that are out there that are listening that are in business, um, you know, we have Myers-Briggs, they have all kinds of things, and obviously um, those are much easier to do. Have you done this in business, number one, and two, have you ever had anyone come to you who's in marketing and sales and wanted to know their clients better and actually asked them to do this so that they could uh, build a better relationship with them? Yes, we have a, we have a relationship with um, several um, prominent uh, coaches and um, business leaders who come to us for advice on, for instance, um, hiring a new person for their team. Mm-hmm. And and uh, with Shatan's private clients who he mentors, um, many of those are their coaches themselves or their, you know, their industry leaders in one way or another, or they're people who are doing uh, counseling or some kind of health advising, that sort of thing. And he, in the course of mentoring them, because they're meeting with Shatan regularly over the course of six months, they will bring uh, their people they're working with, their charts, and Shatan will help them to understand their human design better so that they can engage with them in more successfully. And our presence in boardrooms, for instance, um, you know, in, in a boardroom there can be a lot of cross-communication and, you know, even ego play-outs. And what our ability is, is to kind of introduce each of the people to each other from a different perspective. So they actually get to recognize the gifts and talents and differences that they have. And what we found is it opens up a whole new level of communication and everything takes off. So you mentioned Myers-Briggs and, you know, there's there's, uh, there's a list of... There's lots of them, yeah. There's lots of them. And I, I haven't really found one that I found to be 
uh, invalid or of no value at all. I think they're valuable. Uh, they speak a certain language, and they were for the they weren't they were not for the times that we're living in now. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, the the difference is that all of those systems rely on a self evaluation. So you take a test, you answer questions, uh, and you there then you get your results. And that's fine if you know yourself really well, if you're crystal clear about yourself. The difference with human design is it's uh, it's not subjective like that. It's completely objective. Here's your human design map. And it's what you designed as a soul before you even incarnated in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's your success map. Uh, so it's... You know, it's sort of un- it's not doesn't rely on people's answers to questions. Well, now you have an eight-week business success training. You call it. Um, is that particular program different than any of the others, or is that one uh, your your training series? Well, we have okay. So we have several different trainings. We have a relationship training. We have a business success training. And then we have our traditional human design training. Mm-hmm. That's that's for, as, as we said, either people who are doing counseling or teaching or coaching or business leaders. Um, and then they can go on from that and become actually certified through our organization as a human design consultant. Um, and, you know, that's a small percentage of people who want to commit that kind of time and energy to studying the system that deeply. It takes a lot to master it, but it doesn't take a whole lot to learn enough to be able to use it with your clients. I mean, healers use it, you know, coaches use it. Um, So there's that training in it. And then the other trainings, the business success training, the relationship training, those pretty much rely on on people having had some immersion in human design. They don't have to know a lot, but they have to know some of the basics in order to really be able to make good use of those trainings. Well, so, Shatan, if you were going to leave our listeners out there who've been speaking with us today about the book and about your program, what would you want to tell them uh, or inform them about that would get them excited about going to your website, um, putting their information in, and getting their no-obligation, free, complimentary life theme? Well, this is a time to find these things out, you know, to remember what it is you're doing here, what it is this life's all about for you. This is the time. And let's just face it, the changes that I talked about earlier, you know, they're not going to start slowing down anytime soon. We're going into these massively transformational times. And if you're not on point, if you're not clear about who you are and what your life is agreed towards, then there are going to be some substantial difficulties. Mm -hmm. So we've been working at this for many, many years, and we offer this as a free report, and it's all about you, and it's really worthwhile. Well, what I would say to the listeners out there is just go to thehumandesignforusall.com, and if you really have any questions, I'd encourage you to read the testimonial page. Uh, Jack Canfield obviously did the foreword for the book, Jack's a good friend as well, but um, highly complimentary of this program, as well as people that are just, you know, everybody would would know, or they've been in a business, they're entrepreneurs, they're coaches, talking about how your program has helped them. Um, 
I want to thank you both for being on Inside Personal Growth, sharing a little bit about your new book about human design and the Book of Destinies uh, for my listeners. We've been on today with Shatan Parkin and Carola Eastwood about this new book. Um, it's called The Book of Destinies, Discover the Life You Were Born to Live. By the way, they say it's a coffee table book. I actually picked it up, I think, once you know your life theme and you pick out your three pages, the book was worth the cost right there just in the three pages about your your life scene. Thank you guys for for everything that you do and for helping our planet and helping everybody get along and understand one another. Thank you, Greg. It's been great engaging with you and we send you blessings and light and also to your listeners. Thank you, Greg. Great pleasure. 